0: The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life. Which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one-size-fits-all and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kid subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash cup. Rocketmoney.com slash cup. There were two more murders, 15 miles away. When police the arrived, right they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. In a scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Not all relationships have a happy ending, but that doesn't give you the right to hurt the ones you once loved as a retaliation for a breakup. On August 8, 2015, an entire family was wiped out because a man didn't like the way his ex was raising their kids and was mad about their most recent breakup. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On August 8, 2015, at around 10.30 a.m., a man named David Ray Conley, 48 years old, made his way to the home he knew quite well, nestled in an unincorporated area in northern Harris County, Texas. It was the home he once shared with his former girlfriend, Valerie Jackson, and their 13-year-old son, a home she now lived in with her new husband and had changed the locks to ensure that David had no access to Unfortunately, an unlocked window was all he needed, and before the day could even get started, Valerie, her husband Dwayne, and their six children were threatened with a 9mm gun and forced into the master bedroom. Once inside the room, David started to either handcuff or tie up each of the children, and while distracted, Valerie was able to get a text message out to her mother about their dire situation. By 1042, police had arrived to perform a welfare check at the request of Valerie's mother. They knocked on the door, checked the perimeter of the house, but received no response. They would return two more times over the course of the day, but both times received no indication that anything was amiss. At around 6 p.m., when performing the fourth and last welfare check, officers were able to obtain information about the man inside and realize that he was wanted on a warrant. With a little more information to go on than before, they performed another perimeter check, and at this point saw through the window what they believed was a dead body. This was enough to warrant a forced entry, and at 8 p.m., about nine hours after David entered his ex's home, four officers pushed down the door, and a shootout began. The group of officers was forced to retreat while waiting for backup, and an hour later, David Ray Conley walked out of the house and surrendered himself to authorities. In the house behind him lay the bodies of 50-year-old Dwayne Jackson Sr., 13-year-old Nathaniel Jackson, his biological son, 11-year-old Honesty Jackson, 10-year-old Dwayne Jackson Jr., 9-year-old Caleb Jackson, 7-year-old Trinity Jackson, 6-year-old Jonah Jackson, and 40-year-old Valerie Jackson, who, like the rest of her family, was shot in the back of the head. The only difference? She was his last victim meaning she had to spend more than nine hours watching as each of her children and husband were killed one by one. The tragedy hit locals like a ton of bricks, and trying their best to do whatever they could to help the family, 200 or so family members and strangers attended a service held at Fallbrook Church for the Jackson family tucked away in custody, police were desperate to know why David took the life of not just the woman who left him and her new husband, but their innocent children and his own flesh and blood. After 4 days of refusal, David calmly calmly recounted his tumultuous relationship with the woman that he wanted dead. According to David, who had a criminal record dating all the way back to 1988 for domestic violence, DUI and drug possession, He and Valerie met in 1999 through a dating service shortly after getting released from jail. The honeymoon stage of the relationship didn't last long, and his constant drug use seemed to put a strain on their relationship. But regardless, the couple welcomed a daughter into their family about a year later. A few weeks before Christmas in 2000, David was arrested and charged with domestic violence after shoving Valerie onto the bed, straddling her, and holding a knife to her throat. And according to Valerie's testimony at the time, he cut her neck, punched her in the face, and then wrapped a cord around their infant's neck. He was furious that she was the reason he was going back to jail, and he was facing up to 25 years for the brutal attack. Unfortunately, Valerie recanted and changed her story on multiple occasions, and this was enough to make the case fall to pieces, meaning the 25-year sentence was changed to just five, and upon his release, Valerie got their young daughter to ask David if he would come back home and start the relationship over. Shortly after, they had their second child, Nathaniel. Now, while their rocky relationship was taking place, Valerie was keeping her options open and simultaneously dating both David and Dwayne Jackson, a longtime family friend. David, while relaying the story to police on his lawyer's advice, painted himself as the victim in their relationship. According to his side of the story, Dwayne was a, quote, demon who once threw a brick through his window, and along with Valerie, barely raised the children that they kept having. Eventually, David decided to leave their Harris County home, saying that Valerie refused to discipline the children, fed them spoiled food, and was turning them into disrespectful, quote, monsters. And when these behavioral issues started to extend to Nathaniel, it was more than he could bear. In August of 2008, Valerie filed for a, quote, paternity acknowledgement suit, naming David as the respondent. He had apparently grown suspicious that Nathaniel was even his child, but it's unclear if this is why she filed the suit in Wisconsin or whether the pair had resolved their issues. At the time of the shooting, a case against David was pending after he allegedly bashed Valerie's head against a refrigerator on July 28th. When news of the murders made their way through friends and family, Valerie's brother seemed unsurprised. In his opinion, David suffered from bipolar disorder and at the time of the shooting had a long list of domestic violence issues with not just Valerie, but his estranged wife, Vanessa Conley. He also had a history of faking mental illness to get himself out of legal trouble. David Conley was charged with three counts of capital murder with prosecutors saying that they were likely seeking the death penalty and with the defense saying that they would seek the mental disability defense. David Conley remains behind bars awaiting his trial. From his cell, he told reporters, I was doing my part as God asked me to do and showing his complete lack of remorse for the tragic event that has placed him in prison and left a family grieving a massive loss. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on August 9th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.